over the fangirls. I like that. <laughs> and then cracking a... That's kind of awesome. Damn it! Alright, we can't fuck this one up. Okay. Alright, ready? We're the fangirls. Was that scary? The well, oh my god! It's not a ghost. It's not a ghost, guys. It's not a ghost. It's just me. It's just me. That's me really bad. <laughs> well, it's October. I have to be scary. I know it's Spooktober. Spooktober. We're here. We're thriving. I don't know about that, but <laughs> we're doing better than most months, right? Yeah, no? definitely our happiest month. Trump has COVID. Halloween's around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> we're the fangirls. Yeah, we are. My name's Emily Clark, and I'm Devin Rocket. And we are a horror movie review comedy podcast. Hell yeah, brah. We are not movie buffs. We are no. not film critics. No. We are not professional comedians, although we say we are. But instead, we are pretty much just two basic bitches that both posted about spooky season on their Instagram stories on October 1st. Uh. <laughs> and we like to watch scary movies and come back here and talk about it with you. Yeah. <laughs> Did not take me 45 times to say. No, we didn't just edit 30 45. minutes of material trying to get there. <laughs> For me to uh, learn English, yes. apparently. Ever heard of her. Ever. Never. <laughs> this weekend. I just have to say this little anecdote. I am, like, first of all, I'm just sad because Devin's been, like, away a lot lately and I'm very lonely it's been really sad for the both of us I've had to travel during a pandemic two times which nobody likes to see yeah I hated it I hated every moment of it and now yeah, I'm gonna but, have the worst mask knee of all time and these people's love is way more important than the public's health so that's fair and my health and safety and I'm just gonna apologize right now to you we might both have COVID if we do, we're totally quarantining together. Oh my it God. actually sounds kind of awesome. But yeah, so I did travel to two weddings, but there was something that I could not resist texting Emily in the middle of this <laughs> wedding. But basically, it was it was more of a religious wedding. Both of them were, so nobody can differentiate which one I'm even talking about. <laughs> so at one point, they were talking about basically the gripes and the horrors and the hard times you will have as a married couple. And they said something along the lines of the devil is going to come at you from all angles. Mm. I turned to Colton <laughs> and I go, promise? <laughs> I texted Emily that and she was like, hot, all caps. I'm like, oh my God, that's really sexual for the ceremony, but I like it. I was like, is he invited? Oh my is God. What table is he at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's on brand. I'm, it goes to show that I'm looking for content in every aspect of my life because this podcast yes. is taking over my thoughts and soul. Me too. Yeah. Can I tell you a fast anecdote too? Yeah, I would love to hear it. Something creepy happened to me at work last Friday and it was very creepy, but my first thought was like, okay, at least it's good pod content. <laughs> but I had to go out and talk to these people in person to let them know about some things that were happening near their property matters of business matters of business it's not a great neighborhood where I was sent out to but like I guess fuck me whatever I'm okay. disposable which I understand <laughs> hail corporate America yeah. but I went out there and like the first person I went to talk to there's like this dirty drunk guy like sitting on his front porch mm. 
it's like two in the afternoon, has eight PVR cans like strewn about him. You're like, and I was at Devin's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you drink Coors Light. But I, <laughs> so I go up there and like go to like give him his news about whatever. And he's just like drunk making conversation with me. But then he's like, and I just got to tell you, you're a very beautiful woman. I wouldn't ask much of you except maybe just for one of your ears. Dude, you're lucky that the person you said that to is like really into slasher films because you say that to anyone else and like you're getting fucking arrested. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm going to come to your house and cut just one ear, one of ear off. off. Yeah. And I was like telling someone about this and they were like, maybe he just really wants someone to listen to him like lend me your ear and i'm like don't phrase it like that no he was asking to cut your ear off and we both so. know it yeah he knows it too right it was Just disgusting so appropriate like it. but i mean what so can we're we dating say? um <laughs> <laughs> we both had spooky spooktober activities, activities already yeah you know we're just looking for pod content so i guess if you want to like <laughs> verbally assault us that's fine if you want to threaten our ears or, <laughs> or tell, tell me Satan's that Satan's gonna... <laughs> gonna get me I'm like please <laughs> slide into our DMs yeah they're open so we're in October it's really nice it's our favorite month it's like the kindest of all the, the months of the and year it's the sweetest of all the months and that's not a Halloween trick-or-treat candy <laughs> reference but it could be it could be um so we've been talking about this the past few weeks, but you know we're trying to get our Halloween playlist built up. And hopefully you're already jamming to yours because it's a, well, I think it's a year-long <laughs> playlist, but definitely a month-long playlist. So you know we're here with some of our recommendations of yes. what to put on the Halloween playlist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you have? I have one song okay. since... I feel like I kind of went off of a werewolf theme because we're doing what? How strange of you. I oddly enough did the same thing. <laughs> we, we read each other's minds, mm -hmm. of course. Um, I chose a song that is actually really hard to find. Like I had to – did you find it for your playlist? I found it for mine, yeah. Okay, so it's on Spotify. Mm -hmm. So it's called The Werewolf, and it's by Figure. It's mm -hmm. like a dubstep remix, and yeah. it's – quite the banger for all you little skeleton edm boys you'll love you'll it, love it. <laughs> everyone else you'll also love it it's undeniably amazing that was on my list too and you showed me that song and so it's a banger i think i've talked i've talked about other werewolf songs in past weeks yeah. like wolf like me i mean obviously we have um werewolves of london on there of course uh, um i put i think Probably we both have this on there because we're watching an American Werewolf in London this week. Mm -hmm. Bangy banger, Bad Moon Risings by Credence Clearwater Revival. I also put the song Hollow Moon, parenthesis, Bad Wolf by AWOL Nation on there. Oh, That's a good wolf song. Yeah, that is good. Got to add that. And then this song is a recent find for me in quarantine. Mm. But I watched all the Fifty Shades movies. <laughs> and there's this song on there called The Wolf. And it's by the Spencer Lee band. But okay. I'll play it for you in a second. You'll recognize okay. it. Okay. I'm excited. In the back of my mind, I had this one in case you didn't do it. And I feel bad if I'm stealing this thunder no, from you. No. Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Oh, Duran. my God. Yeah. And I'm like, we're on the wolf theme. Whoa. We're on the wolf theme. Yeah. I might as well. That totally know. needs to be added. Such yeah. a banger. Yeah. Oh, that's like Colton's favorite song. 
Aww. He like listens to it on repeat like 14 times in a row. Aww. That so song cute. slaps. It does slap. I love that song. Oh my God. I'm so excited. And we're like, I have some other, I've been saving some of my faves for you guys. And I went wolf theme, which is important. And it then is. we'll have some more good recommendations yeah. next week too. Well, like we've said a hundred thousand times during this first couple of minutes of the podcast, we're in October, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, baby. What do you think of when you think of October, Emily? Um, football. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> God, have you met me? Could never, ever get behind it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we think of Halloween. In Halloween, we think of trick-or-treaters. Hell yeah, bro. Trick-or-treaters get candy. candy. Oh, I love candy. Emily had a really fun idea. Yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> you think of, like, Halloween candy is, like, very specific. It's not, it, it's, like, personally wrapped, personally wrapped, <laughs> individually wrapped. Personally wrapped by the ghouls <laughs> themselves and handed out to the children each Halloween. <laughs> With the silver words of trick or treat. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen us because me and Devin both just like headbanged so hard after that. <laughs> you have your classic Halloween candy. Yes. There's some things that only pop up this time of year. And even if they don't, there's something special about it at Halloween time. There are. Yeah. They're stereotypical. Mm-hmm. So when I think of stereotypes, I think of... Our favorite place on earth. Our happiest uh, time of our lives. <laughs> High school. <laughs> so Emily had this brilliant idea. I had this idea that I was like, let's pick classic trick-or-treat candy and assign them like personality types of people we went to high school with. And hopefully you all went to high school with these people too because they're pretty common. They are. And may I just say really fucking quick because yeah. I don't want – I know everyone's such a little softy these days, but I'm like, please don't be offended by this. I was like, me and Devin were both, well, at least I was totally a loser in high school, so it's easy to make fun of me too. I'm like, don't be offended if you relate too much to one of these. I was a fucking loser too. I I was as well. I was as well. So don't worry. We all know Devin got her braces off two Two weeks weeks. after graduating. (laughs) So I can relate, okay? And I was a theater kid. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, just don't don't come for us. Yeah, don't don't at me, bro. (laughs) Don't do it. So... I started with like listing off high school stereotypes. Okay. And then connecting them with uh, with a candy, okay. basically. Yeah. So I did like the popular girl and popular guy okay. of the high school. And I just feel like right off the bat, I'm like Snickers and Reese's. Yeah. Yep. Let me do one because one goes, you said, okay, so you said popular girl, popular guy, yeah. Snickers and Reese's. Obviously, like that's top shelf, what like Halloween trick or treat candy. Like, when I would go home and I'd get my trick-or-treat bag, I'm pulling those out first. Oh, yeah. You know that's the first thing to go. It's what the people want. Which is actually a good segue to one of mine. So I said a crunch bar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I said this is the girl who's widely celebrated because she has blonde hair and she plays volleyball, but she has, like, a very uninteresting personality. <laughs> 10 out of 10 will either become a nurse or sell cellulite cream on Facebook as an adult. <laughs> Join <laughs> um, a pyramid scheme. <laughs> literally, oh multi-level marketing for sure. And I said these, like, crunch bars, I'm like, they get grouped in with the top shelf candy, like Snickers and Reese's, because they're chocolate. So we're like, oh, yeah. That should go with the cool kids. But let's be real. Like, 
like crunch bars are nothing special on no. their own. They're gross. I think I've had one crunch bar in my whole life and I hated it. Give me a Hershey, don't give me a Nestle. No. 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 Especially not a crunch bar out of no. all of them. I'm like, they're not good. You know, when you do like the candy trade as a little kid with yeah. your siblings, like I would yeah. always be like, I'll trade you 15,000 crunch bars yes. for one baby Snickers. Like yes. <laughs> yes. And it was side. worth it. It, it was. was worth it. Those things are not special. No, those things but are But they good. get grouped in with the special ones. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. Okay. So I have, I think I have three really classic ones here. Okay. That I'll go off. So a nerd, which mm. you got to love them. I want to say nerds. <laughs> I'm not going to. But I said peanut M&Ms because, you know, they're – I feel like they're so strong, like they're strong rooted in their beliefs on the outside. <laughs> they love Star Wars. <laughs> they're a little bit soft on yeah. the inside when you get to know them, and they're very nice and you okay. wouldn't trust. Yeah. But there's a little golden nugget on the inside of that. It's a With peanut. Some healthful, like some healthy traits on the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like so, that. That's your nerdy kid. In high yeah. School. I said a, for a cheerleader, uh-huh. I said basically like any good candy, like, I picture Reese's peanut butter cup, but make it like white chocolate and make it like trash it up a little bit. Yeah, green. <laughs> like, Ooh, I like those though. It's because that's why you're friends with me. I know. That is the cheer nerdy fucking cheerleader. <laughs> Not a cool cheerleader, Brace's I will tell you that. Reese's cheerleader <laughs> with a broken hip. So, <laughs> last, well, not, no, I have yeah, so many yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But for this like genre, yeah. Um, for the jocks. You could pretty much lump them in in the same category. I'm not doing football. I'm not doing hockey. I'm not doing – I'm doing them all together. Uh-huh. Um, whoppers, because I would not touch those with a 39 and a half a pull. Whoppers are gross. They're so fucking gross. Yeah, like, and so are the like, bros, oh, except for you, Wyatt. Yeah, love you, Wyatt. <laughs> um, they're, like, soft on the outside and then so fucking hard-headed on the inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, hard hard to swallow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Kind of, like, weirdly – bitter yeah I'm like because like this? they think their parents have given them a lot of hardships so you know, like, okay i love it so i did caramel apple lollipops we all mm. know they're like green with the caramel and i said this would be the kid who plays the bagpipes okay like i feel like every <laughs> high school had a kid who played the bagpipes whole year he's completely irrelevant like we don't give a shit about him we're like shoving him into loggers like we don't give a shit (laughs) until st patrick's day rolls around and then everyone's just fucking raging in the halls that he's he like plays them up and down and i said that's obviously caramel apple lollipops because like like you would never seek one out in april never ever no if someone if i offered you one in june you'd be like i'm good Why? I'm okay. Thank you, though. It's like they're so irrelevant 364 days a year. And then Halloween, they're like, oh, my God, I love those things. <laughs> this I guy. Love the yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish I had one right now. It sounds I good. do. That sounds so good. But, but if they... you would ask me like two weeks ago, I would no. <laughs> 39 and a half foot pole. No. I touched it. <laughs> those do fuck up the roof of my mouth so bad, do though. They? Oh, my God. All right. We have one near and dear to your heart. Oh, up. boy. The theater kid. <laughs> I said it's a baby Ruth because it's love- almost there. It's almost there. And I like them. A lot of people. And it's not quite a Snickers. <laughs> it's almost a Snickers. Like, I like a baby Ruth. Most yeah. people like are like. Oh, I like them too. I love them. I think they're really but good. But, you know, it's 
there's certain tastes. Yeah. So I'm like, an acquired I, taste. Yes. <laughs> exactly. An acquired taste. But they yeah. have a lot, like, they're like that triple threat. We're like, peanuts, caramel, chocolate. Here we go. <gasps> it's not really good. It The chocolate isn't great. The caramel isn't great. The peanuts aren't great. It's not like a Snickers that nails everything. Right. Or is it caramel or nougat? nougat? It's nougat. Okay, so none of that is fantastic. It's kind of like how high school theater kids, they're not actually triple threats, but like we can hit a few notes, we can dance a few steps, <laughs> and we can act a little bit. So we're like, we're the, the best triple perfect. threat. Yeah, yeah like a go. shitty triple threat. In a good way, because I like it. <laughs> and we're, yeah. I'm a su- if anything, I'm a sucker for high school theater. See, that's cute that's because funny. I like you and you like the white chocolate like Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. I really do. It works. It works out. Okay, works so well. the class president, you all know him. You all hate him. He mm-hmm. is probably doing something political now. Yeah. I said that they are a butterfinger because I'm like... They kind of hurt to bite. Hurt really bad. I like them. Terrible texture. Yeah. Oh, I like butterfingers. I can, I can handle them. Like, I don't hate a class president as much as I hate other things. Mm-hmm. I can eat maybe one bite of one but i'm not a butterfinger gal oh my god i really like them their texture is weird mm-hmm. it's it is. very hard on the inside it's i don't get what it actually what is, is on it? the inside it's supposed to be peanut butter i think well that's fucked up because is i it? don't maybe not i don't need to know i like them <laughs> it's just like petrified butter on the inside <laughs> Though. Yeah. That's actually I I, yeah. I, I would describe that makes it. sense yeah but I think I just ate too many of them as a child like that was like my favorite candy for a long time okay and it's the same thing with candy corn and I know you're gonna go against me on here I ate too many as a kid and I fucked <laughs> it up for myself oh bitch loves some candy corn I know you do Fuck. I like the looks of it the like, aesthetic is there yeah for I sure candy corn um and then my last one for this category mm. it's not really a category but i think it kind of leads into yours a little bit okay an anime kid oh yeah it does sour patch kids oh first or sour because they're like you mean you don't know Yu-Gi-Oh? um it's pronounced anime but then they're super sweet and they're willing to tell you all about their pokemon cards yeah almost yeah. too much yeah mm-hmm. too much too much okay that's a good segue into yeah. i have one where okay so you know it's like in the big cheap candy packs <laughs> mm-hmm. there is like mini tootsie rolls and they come in like lime orange orange something red cherry maybe yeah and then there's a vanilla one that comes in a blue, blue. wrapper ew which i actually Fuck. do like that. i fucking hate those i wouldn't touch it with a 39 and a half I'm a like, well i'm a fat ass i'm like i love candies so much i don't like whoppers of course not who likes but i can't think of another one that i don't like actually i can I can too. Um, but I I like the vanilla mini Tootsie Rolls. Mm-mm. But I said, this is the white kid who is going to major in Asian studies in college based on his logic that he loves anime and sushi. <laughs> <laughs> so I think everyone can agree on this, that the emo kids, they're black licorice. Mm-hmm. Not just because of like color coordinating, yeah. but because... It's different. Nobody else likes it. I yeah. think they like to like things people don't like. So true. And they're a little bit bitter and tasting like Jaeger. Yeah. Not yeah. that I've ever tasted an emo kid, but I can imagine they taste a little bit <laughs> like yet, Jaeger. Not yet, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to hit all these boxes later. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, my next one. So the stereotype 
uh, would be the girls that pretended to be animals of some sort <laughs> in high school. <laughs> They'd always be like, meow, yeah. or something gross. I said that they were a Heath bar because I honestly have never had one. I honestly would never try one. You would never try a Heath bar? Hell That's no. That's not true. Hell no. Why not? I don't like the packaging. I don't like the. I don't like them be, pretending to be animals. Do you like toffee? Yeah. You would like a Heath. A Heath bar is really good. But it reminds me of a Butterfinger, and I'm not even a big fan of a Butterfinger. I'm gonna make you try one. I'm not gonna try. And we're gonna pretend to be wolf cubs while we do it. <laughs> I'm gonna be the cat girl. Yeah. Um. My last one. So, did you ever go trick or treating, and you're going through your bag? And you're finding your beautiful Snickers, maybe like your Sour Patch Kid packs. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. And then you find like a singular Hershey Kiss in there, which seems very <laughs> out of place. Yeah. Like who buys a bag of Hershey Kisses to like give a Hershey Kiss out in trick-or-treating? It yeah, feels like gross. cheap. And yeah. like I appreciate that you went with chocolate, but I'm not okay I'd... with the fact that you were giving away like singular Hershey Kisses. No. They seem very out of place. So I said this would be the foreign exchange student. <laughs> Like, just kind of like, wait, what are you doing here? Like, what are we getting out of this? Right. You're like, thank you. I appreciate you. But, like, also, why? Why are you here? My last one is, like, the debate team leader. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, president? I don't know what they call them. Captain. Captain. There you go. I said that they were dots. Because <laughs> they're fucking sticky. They taste the same. Kind of dry. Dry. They, like they get stuck in your teeth, like yeah, they're annoying. Yeah, yeah. And they just have they're always there too. Like, yeah. I've never like emptied out my Halloween trick-or-treat like bag and not seen 45 different. There are dots. always like, so many dots. Oh yeah. I hate dots. I'm sorry, I'll say it. I am a snob when it comes to You are. To, You're discerning. I, I like maybe two things, three things. Because you're skinny. No, because I'm a brat. <laughs> <laughs> Like the king size candy bars that you get, like mm-hmm. er, like once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. That's Emily and I. We're the king size. <laughs> I was candy gonna bars. say, I was like, what would you say each other would be? Oh, and I was tough. You're a king size Kit Kat because I love them so oh. much. You're a king size Twix because I love you so much. Oh. I'm like you're a candy corn because I love you so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I feel blessed to be your candy corn, but I also don't want to be <laughs> but i like it no you're twix. aesthetically you're a twix for sure you're a kit kat you're top shelf top shelf baby mm-hmm. we're Thanks both king size of yeah. course because we decided that yeah <laughs> send us your favorite halloween candy and by that i mean put it in a box put a stamp on it and send it, send it to, to my you. house because i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. send us your favorite like halloween candy on instagram we'll do like a little like ask us a question thing. Yeah, put it in the and baby planner. <laughs> yeah, I will. And we'll DM you back what, what we think that candy is. Oh, yeah, the personality. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like yeah. that. But like I your like favorite that. candy, and we'll tell you why you like that. Yeah. Oh, my God, we'll do like a psychic thing. We'll be like, you like... It's like a Zodiac sign. <laughs> Lime Tootsie Rolls because <laughs> you don't respect women. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you something about your personality from it. Yeah, fine. Oh, I like that. I like that, too. Okay, well, this week, what are we watching? We're watching a bangy flick this week. So we decided, we're like, oh, I don't know if you guys knew we're in October. We haven't mentioned that yet, but (laughs) (laughs) we wanted a classic monster flick. I've been 
talking or referencing this one for so long. So we're like, okay, let's just do it. Yeah. An American Werewolf in London. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That is. I'm so excited. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. I love this movie so much. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. So. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Thank so you. thanks for joining us. Send <laughs> us your candy in the mail. Snail <laughs> mail, baby. <laughs> um, we're going to do our classic flashback really fast. I yes. didn't do fashion. 80s fashion, I just feel like is like, uh, we know. Yeah, we know it. Yeah. Uh, but we're going back to 1981. Okay. Um, some notable things are that the York- Yorkshire Ripper was arrested. Who is that? Oh, the Yorkshire Ripper. Ah. Oh, no. I, t- I didn't do any research on him. It does sound familiar, but I listen to so many true crime podcasts. I, I know. I don't know any of them straight I, anymore. Me either. There's so many rippers out there that There's I just so many rippers. can't keep them straight, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan. Uh, Pope John Paul II was also shot, but recovered, which is, there's like a lot of weird violence happening. Yeah. Um, the CDC like starts to recognize AIDS as an issue after five men came down with a rare case of pneumonia. The MLB was on strike. (laughs) Not sports. No. No. (laughs) I am a Broncos fan. I don't mind watching football. I like football. I'm just not crazy about it. I no. Just, I just want to say. Yeah. Fair enough. Me too. Ronald Reagan nominates the first woman, Sandra Day O'Connor, to the Supreme Court back in 1981. Can you believe it? Okay. It's too soon. I mean, too... Too soon. Too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, too late. Uh, the Hyatt Regency walkway collapsed. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. That happened. That... I love it. I hate it. But... Is that the one where it was like all those glass things mm-hmm. and they all just like yeah oh, fell down I'm onto each other? I <laughs> and then it made like the fire alarm system go off and people were pinned and fire like the water was flooding in yes. and like started drowning people. Oh, yeah, it's so funny. It's that. insane. Um, Seven hundred fifty million people tuned in to watch the wedding of Prince Charles and Lady Diana. The first American test tube baby was born in Virginia. Gross. And this is a little nod to you and I. Every time I see something about Cuba, I have to say it. Yeah. Um, Cuba suffers a major outbreak of dengue fever. They had like 344,000 cases. And like the worldwide average is usually like 20,000 cases. What is that? It's like a mosquito. Like it's almost like West Nile. Oh, okay. The director of this film is John Landis. And this movie actually won the Academy Award for the best makeup and hairstyling. Yep. That's so cool. I could tell. John Landis also like he was like had done some big comedy movies before this which mm. is interesting to mm. note yeah like i think one of the national lampoon movies oh really yeah like he like made his name in like funny movies but he had thought of this premise for a movie like a decade before it was made hmm. got famous like doing all this other shit and then came on to this one. Oh my gosh how interesting like he's been wanting he wanted to make it for a while yeah, because I saw like the screenplay was him as well. I before we go too much into the flick, I mm-hmm. have some fun facts about like the filming of it because there are so many like groundbreaking or just like I don't know interesting things about. Um, oh, I'm excited! Filming. So you touched on this, but this is the first movie ever to win an Oscar for best makeup because the category was created 
Um, there was, oh fuck, I don't remember what movie it was, but there was a movie before this, I think it was the elephant man mm. where, because there was no category for it, they recognized that like that was missing in the Oscar. So they created it. And then this movie won the first one. What? Yeah. All the songs in the flick have the word moon in them. We love a theme. I love a theme. Um, the werewolf that they designed. So the makeup artist in this movie, his name is Richard Baker. Mm. And the werewolf they designed it was um, based off his dog Bosco, which yeah. is a it's a call it a keyshond or key sound, oh. I think. I don't know how you say it. I have no idea. But if you look it up, you can see right that what they designed, it really does look like this breed of dog a little bit. Like it has like a thick like gray mane on it, kind of. How do you <laughs> really cute? Um, so then just some other just cute things. So um, the main characters, David and Jack. So David's played by a guy named David Naughton and Jack's played by Griffin Dunn. Mm. And they improvise a lot of their lines in the movie, which I think is cute. Like oh. one of them, like right in the beginning, they're riding like in this um, like truck and there's sheep in the back and they get out and um, <laughs> Jack's like, goodbye girls like he says that to the sheep and he <laughs> improvised that line and i find what? it so charming that is charming so and so so charming mm -hmm. stutter okay <laughs> um there was a lot of uncomfortableness that's a word mm -hmm. um with jack because he pretty much he dies early in the film and then he comes back undead multiple mm -hmm. times so he felt very uncomfortable seeing himself as a corpse Ew. originally and the direction in the film is like you're a corpse but you're very like optimistic and like happy and that's how you're supposed to play it but he had a hard time doing it like seeing himself dead and Ooh. his mom also seeing the movie had like a really hard time watching it because she just had to watch her son as this decaying corpse the whole time which i'm like why are you guys so sensitive i would have loved that that would uh, be my profile right? picture <laughs> me too i find this so odd and i just have to relate it to so remember American Horror Story Murder House, mm -hmm. when the daughter finds out she's dead, dead. and she sees her body and like she, under the house. She looks dead, dead as fuck. And when I saw that scene, I was like, I wish I could see what I looked like Me dead. Too. I would have loved it. <laughs> so I don't, I was jealous. <laughs> Me too. Anyways, um, other fun fact, fact, Michael Jackson loved this movie so much. He wanted the crew to help with his thriller music video. <sighs> So John Landis directed it, and Richard Baker did the special effects makeup. <gasps> Shut up! Isn't okay, because cool? I thought it felt like thriller esque, yeah. mm -hmm. and then uh, now I know that thriller felt like an American movie. Exactly, Morgan. exactly. I think that's so cool. That is cool. Um, executives producing the movie wanted Dan Aykroyd as David and John Belushi as Jack, mm. um, but John Landis wanted fresh faces for the roles, which I really ex respect. Yeah. I fucking do not like to see two famous of actors in horror movies. I'll just never not think of it being like. Yeah, like Daniel Radcliffe will always be Harry exactly, Potter. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, I don't want to see two big of faces in no. it. Um, to get the film down to an R rating, down to an R rating at the time, um, Landis had to cut down the sex scene which is a bummer. Yeah. And the scene, there was a scene where Jack eats a piece of toast as like an undead person and it falls out of his throat. No. Which I am I so sad. I know. That sounds so awesome. I love that. And Landis really regretted making both these cuts. Uh, yeah. I, which yes. tracks. Yeah. Um, 
I, this is a question because Landis and Baker, they disagreed on the best aesthetic. So do you like a bipedal werewolf, a werewolf on two legs, or like a quadrupedal, like wolf, more wolf-like four-legged werewolf? What do you prefer? I like a mix. Like I like Where when they're both. standing. But then they run on all And then they fours. run on all fours. I like that too. Yeah. I think I'm like, I love the werewolf in this. I think I might prefer bipedal. But Landis wanted it on four legs. Mm -hmm. He wanted like a hellhound. And, and it tracks. Yeah. He did and, that. Exactly. And Richard Baker likes um, two legs, but they ultimately went with the directors. I feel like with a werewolf, like you picture, like a werewolf is a human turning into it's a, a half wolf. It's a half and half. Right. Yeah. So it makes sense for them to be mostly on two legs unless they're like literally like chasing something. Then on all four things. So then, badass. Yeah. If I saw like a like a werewolf but it was on four legs i'd be like that's a wolf. rabid wolf yeah yeah <laughs> but they did a good job they this did one. It, it definitely looks more than like just a wolf agreed but i thought that was interesting that is interesting i'm like oh good good fun debate yeah. topic at your next dinner party <laughs> um this was the first movie to use and you fucking know i love a mirror scare oh yeah like the medicine cabinet scare like look at yourself open it close it someone's there and it's not that scary in this movie no but they did do it, and then it was it's, it's copied shocking. a million times. Yeah. yeah. Every time you see it, it's shocking, and you know it's coming. Like, exactly. Nowadays, it it's gets like, me every fucking time. Every time. Um, I just have two – well, one more. Okay. So the other really notable thing about this movie is that it was a big change in how we see werewolf transformations. Mm. So before this, it was a lot of like just like dissolving scenes of like a person that dissolves into like whatever monster they turn into. But Landis wanted to like explicitly show a couple things here. One, how grotesque it would be yeah. and how painful it would be to undergo this kind of transformation. Oh, He wanted it to look violent, horrific, morbidly funny, torturous, and fascinating, which I feel like Ooh. he fucking... Nailed it. it. And the coolest thing about this movie is, uh, or sorry, well, yeah, the movie, but like the coolest thing is that they did the transformation with practical effects, mm. which I'm going to give you what that means. Yeah. Because I think we've referenced it before, but in movies, it's an effect that's produced physically without computer or post-production help. So every time you see David's face, snout elongating you see his spine like cracking and like turning giant you see his hands like stretching Growing. out you see the hair coming through it's like those were all like mechanisms and latex and oh like just they it was all physically done it's that's insane i think it's so oh my cool. gosh that probably took so much time yes and that was even another thing where i saw like originally Richard Baker was kind of bummed because he like spent so much time making the face transformation. Like it was like, I'm pretty sure it's like a, almost like a metal contraption that went over David's face. They covered it in latex and then the contraption expanded, turning into a snout and like the skin stretched over it. So it looks like his, he's growing a snout and that obviously took forever and i think it's like they show it for like seven seconds on the screen yeah and richard baker's like fuck i spent all this time and you just show it for seven seconds oh. but then they watched the premiere and while that was happening the audience was just like just going fucking wild and he was watching it and he's like okay good oh my he's god like, it was worth it oh. so i think it's so cute it was well done it was insanely well done well to know it was not like 
you could do that easily with a computer. Oh, like my right God, now yeah. in CGI, like totally you, easy peasy, mm-hmm. like low budget films can make it. Oh, but yeah. to make it with your like make it happen like real time and yeah. make it happen, yes. making it believable. It's not like stop motion. Like that's it was insane. like long shots showing it, and it was like in a an apartment with the lights on. Yeah. It wasn't even like they were using dark light to be like, oh, he's crouching now or anything. It's like, it was like bright light showing everything. Right. Like it wasn't like a strobe. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah. Or flashes of whatever. It was yeah. so, so, so well cool. Wow. Knowing that, like, huge respect. That's mm-hmm. insane. I did not know that. Yeah. It's interesting. I almost thought it was like the first parts of CGI. <laughs> Like the first, no, like the beginning yeah. stages of like people using CGI. I was like, well, even the part, and I don't even, I don't even know if I say this here during the synopsis, but there's a really, really iconic transformation scene in the movie. And there's a part where he's like laying on his back, like almost like propped up on his elbows and he's transformed. Like he has a wolf body. And in that scene, they like, they like cut a hole in the floor. So like his arms are out on the floor, but the rest of his body is in the ground. And then they like attach the rest of the wolf body to him so it looks like he's just laying on the ground what and he's transforming i did not realize that's how they did that, that i really thought they isn't did that cool that is so cool and then there's another like there's like a close-up of his skin where you can see like the hair growing mm-hmm. and to do that they had like a piece of skin and they had like threaded hairs through it and they like pulled them out but they filmed it and reversed it so it looks like it's coming out really quick instead of that like, is so, back. Isn't that so smart? Oh my god, who thinks of these things? I know. That is so smart. It's so cool. Oh, and now all we have is stupid CGI. I don't like and we touched on this last episode. Like a lot of the 2010 Nightmare on Elm Streets were very like embarrassing too, CGI. Like CGI, just because you can do it does not mean it's gonna be good. No, like you it has to be well done or else it looks so, so, so cheesy. Um, okay. Are you ready for a synopsis? Yes. Okay. So we start out the movie seeing two American backpackers. Their names are David and Jack. They're hitching a ride through the moors in North England. So they're in this truck. I mentioned it earlier, Mm -hmm. but they're in a truck and they're sitting in the back with like a bunch of sheep in the bed, which is so cute. cute. So they're riding through there. And I said, wow, wow, wow. These guys are such pals. They're so cute. They're so funny. Um, Can I say David looks like Colton a little bit? He does. Yeah, (laughs) he totally does. Um, They're so cute and funny. They get dropped off um, and they say goodbye, ladies, to the sheep. I mentioned earlier. (laughs) Improv. So cute. Um, And they make their way on foot to the nearest town. going to add in right here another thing in researching like the filming they became like really good friends with each other Aww. on set and I feel like you can tell you can they, they really like, like buddies when they're joking around I'm like you guys are actually friends. pals it's yeah. so 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 cute that is so cute um so they are walking through the moors down the road and they find a pub called the slaughtered lamb and they mm. go in for I know and they go in for food and to warm up they go into the pub, and I said the patrons are very cold to them, knowing they're outsiders. So um, in the pub, they see a creepy pentagram on the wall, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, what the fuck? They make a Wolfman reference. I do want to take a moment here to apologize. In the last shift episode, I called 
the pentagram, the anarchy sign. And it's because <laughs> my brain turned off as it does. So Jack asked the patrons of the bar about it and they become very hostile toward him. And the boys are like, okay, time to GTF. Oh, <laughs> baby. We're leaving. So they leave um, and they're warned by the patrons to stick to the roads and beware of the moon. Mm -hmm. So they leave. Um, the pub goers have some discussion on how it's murder to send them out on this night, sending the lambs into slaughter, if you will. Mm. Find a little metaphor in there, baby. Oh, good point. Um, they hear an eerie howl from inside the bar. Another film fact I read they mix like a wolf's howl with an elephant and a lion's growl, like just to make it like really Scary. weird feeling growl or yeah. howl. Um, but ultimately. The, the pub patrons decide that it would be like they would seem totally crazy telling them the truth and that they want to protect the town's dark secret. So David and Jack, of course, they wander off the roads, of course. Of course. Into the moors. Into the moors. They hear the creepy howl in the dark. They become disoriented trying to get back to town. Um, like they realize they've gone off. Like, Let's just get back to the pub. But they're disoriented. Um, and they're trying to get away. They're like, there's an animal out there that they can't see. Mm -hmm. um, their efforts are unsuccessful, though, as the <laughs> animal, it viciously attacks Jack, totally mauling him. David tries to help, but is like somewhat attacked, not as bad as Jack in the process. Um, the townspeople come out and they shoot whatever attacked them. Um, David's like really, really injured. But he looks over and he sees just like a naked man lying beside him who's like like strewn with bullets. Yeah. Strewn with bullets? Is yeah. that a term? I think it makes sense. I get what you mean. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving forward, David wakes up in a London hospital about three weeks later. He learns that Jack is dead after being attacked by a quote-unquote lunatic interesting choice of words lunatic references the moon just saying oh um but david insists that it was an animal attack mm -hmm. the doctor he seems a little intrigued by the suggestion because there were some weird things about when david got there like his wounds were dressed when he arrived he's like that's interesting something happened in between yep um but some interesting things happen at the hospital that I will quickly go over. Okay. So David has increasingly odd dreams where he's like running through the forest naked and he's hunting deer. Um, these culminate is a word, right? Yeah. These culminate in a dream involving a Nazi werewolf attack. Oh. And it's kind of interesting in that I've heard that this movies like a metaphor for like the otherness of being like jewish mm. i don't know so i don't know if there's any validity to oh, that but that's interesting uh, but another interesting thing about this scene is that the nazi werewolf that slits david's throat is played by richard baker the makeup oh, artist wow. so that's cute oh my gosh um so that happens him and his main nurse, Alex, become very close, and the sexual tension is thick. Um, and um, sorry, it, it is thick, it is though. thick, thick with three C's. <laughs> Look how I wrote it. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> I you know that's how I wrote it, but uh, most importantly, in the hospital, so Jack appears to David. 
in the last state that he saw him in. So like totally mangled and mauled, um, like undead, yeah. his best friend. And he pretty much tells him that he was killed by a werewolf and that he's doomed to roam the earth until the werewolf's bloodline is severed. So David was attacked, but not killed. So he's the werewolf. And pretty much the only way to sever the bloodline is to kill himself. Mm -hmm. um, also just side note, like Jack's makeup here. Bangy. Impressive. I loved it. It, it was so good. Oh my God. It's insane. I wonder how long it, it took. It looks like his half his face is eaten. But like I said, these are all practical effects. So it's not like they like, edited out his face. Like, I don't know how they did it. It's like latex. Yeah, but like it's like skinnier yeah. than how it should. I don't get how they I did it. I don't either. It's very impressive. It is. I liked it. This is my favorite Jack just saying right now because you'll see he changes his look. Yeah. Yep. Um, eventually, David is discharged from the hospital, has really nowhere to go. So Alex brings him to stay at her flat. Um, they have sex. It's hot. I'm jealous. <laughs> There's a decent sex scene. As I mentioned earlier, it was even cut down quite a bit yeah. in the movie, but I still liked it. Then at that, like that night, this is where the mirror scare happens. So David goes into her, the bathroom, medicine cabinet, looks in, opens it, closes it. Jack's there again, but in a worse state, like he's rotting even more. So at this point, he's like a rotting green corpse. And he, again, tells David to kill himself. But, like, he's so upbeat and positive about it. I know. It's so cute. He's such a pal. He's so adorable. I think so. I love how he's like, I will not be told what to do by a walking meatloaf. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're so funny and cute. They are. Um, and my next note is, I feel like we're David and Jack. Oh. I think we are. I think you're David and I think I'm Jack. You think so? Yeah, because you're like hot and loved and i am <laughs> foolish and <laughs> cheeky oh, no. no you're just smarter than me no yeah david's at the flat alex goes to work the next day and david's just like hanging out he's kind of bored bad moon rising plays yeah um, <laughs> banger of a song such a banger slaps my ass as nighttime falls he gets very hot and uncomfortable <laughs> This is the iconic transformation scene. Yep. So he rips his clothes off and the transformation starts. The scene is so legendary. It like bright light detail shows him changing and how painful it would be. We talk about it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, it shows like it starts with his hands. Like you see that extend. His eyes are different. He's growing hair. His spine like breaks and cracks into like a big wolf spine. Like mountains. It's so cool. It's so, it's it's so, so, so cool. So well done. Like I felt like I felt his pain during it. Yes. Like my hands grow. He's like, like screaming that. the whole time. He was like, I have a fever. Like he was like saying he was like overheating like crazy. I was yeah. Like, oh, my God. oh, so werewolf. Sense. Yeah. I didn't mention this before. I usually do like obviously spoilers ahead i didn't say that this time hopefully you know by now yeah but like i actually if you like this is such a good movie to watch for this scene alone it's so iconic it's a good transformation it really is it's it shows impressive. it all yeah and even though it's like dated it's not like it's not unbelievable like, or like it's not cringy yeah. it's not like okay yeah it's like yeah that makes sense yes it's exactly what i would do so he turns into this wolf mm-hmm um, 
Meanwhile, the doctor has gone to do some investigating. So he goes to the slaughtered lamb to see what the fuck is going on there. The townspeople confirm his suspicion that there's a werewolf. And he like pretty much tells Alex that something's wrong. They try to get a hold of David, but David's like turned into a wolf and is wreaking havoc on London. And he did not have a cell phone in his pocket. So like No, no. <laughs> oh my god. He doesn't have pockets in his uh Where butthole. Jeans. Well he could have put it in his butthole, but he, he didn't. He could have, but he didn't he, he forgot it. He didn't think ahead of time. Yeah. Um so he's wreaking havoc on London. He kills three homeless people, a couple go into a party, and then there's like this bangy scene of him stalking a man in the subway station. Mm-hmm. And it's very creepy. It's so scary. And you get a flash of the werewolf and he like eats him. And just again, go watch it. What the fuck? It's so good. It's such a good Halloween movie. It's so good. We're in October, baby. Um, next morning, David wakes up in the London Zoo. Their wolf enclosure, and he's totally naked. <laughs> and I love this scene because you know I love a wolf. I'm like, this is your dream. I know. Wake, you wake up to this scene, like this... a naked man and two wolves. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, someone had a good night in a cage. Yeah. Um, the scene. It's really funny too. This scene. Also, another just behind the scenes thing I learned about in my research was that, like, David Naughton was like in the wolf enclosure, and. <laughs> They like naked filming this, and like his reassurance was like, Well, we fed the wolves right before this, so they should be fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh my god, that would scare me so bad. But, anyways, there's a really funny like scene of him trying to get back to Alex's flat, and he's naked. Like, he like steals a bunch of balloons from a kid, and is like hovering up, and like steals a old lady's fur coat, and like that's how he arrives back. I it's those. very, very funny. Yeah, he's like. A naked American man stole my balloon. Yeah. <laughs> it died. It's so cute. I feel like that's not far off from, well, any American that wakes up drunk. Yeah, we all do it. Ew. Anyways, <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm going Yay, forward. good. Okay, so he gets back to the flat, and minus the fact that he's wearing a woman's furry coat, he seems relatively normal. Alex was is like, okay, well, I'm going to take you to the doctor just as like a precautionary mm-hmm. because he doesn't remember what he did last night. They get in a cab and the cab driver mentions that six people were killed last night. Ugh. And David just knows. He's like, I couldn't remember. I've had a, my friend come back undead, tell me I'm a werewolf. Like, fuck, it was me. So he like flees the cab. Probably not a great idea. Couldn't be. Runs over, he's in Piccadilly Circus, and um, he's summoned by an even more decayed version of Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, the Jack is like almost like a skeleton with like a few green strings on him. <laughs> and so that's a puppet, just so you know, it's not makeup. I, I figured at that point, I was like, How did he get his it's so cute? Though. <laughs> it is, but um, so um. He's summoned by Jack's corpse into a porno theater. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. Had no idea. I still? Um, I don't know. It's I don't know if there's still any. I think there are. That was so strange. But that to used me. to definitely be a thing. Oh my god, am I so stupid? A porno theater? You're so did, stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> no idea that was like a thing. Yeah. And I even heard the original storyline called for it to be like there were cartoon theaters, but then that was not as big of a thing by the time this got produced and it was like porno theaters. Oh, I think that made it funny. Me too. The tensions like grew high in yeah. there. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, so David goes into the theater and he's like sitting in the audience and Jack introduces him to his undead pals that David had killed the night before. It's so like subway guy, couple, three homeless people. Mm-hmm. Again, really funny scene. They're all just like the, all the undead people are like, just did crack me up. Yeah. Um, so again, Jack states, he's like, none of us can rest until the wolf's bloodline is severed. So yeah. you need to die. Just kill yourself. And they're like listing off ways to do it. Like yeah. the easiest ways. Yeah. That was funny. And it's really funny. Even though it's dark. Yeah. But um, it's nighttime. Nighttime falls and the moon is full. So David transforms again, but this time in the theater and just goes like on a crazy rampage attacking people in the theater and Piccadilly Circus. He causes like a really cool bus crash that like brutally kills a bunch of people. I was like, there's like a 15 minute long car crash scene. Yeah. There's so many just, car like, crashes. It's wreaking havoc. Um, the doctor, which I never wrote down his name. Me either. Whatever. So the doctor and Alex, um, they hear about the commotion and they rush over. Eventually the police have cornered the werewolf um, like in an alley and Alex kind of pushes through trying to talk to him, like calm him down. And it does seem for a second, like he's calmed down. Like mm-hmm. he recognizes her in yeah. his monster state. Oh. I know. But um, as he's like calming down, the police shoot. So they shoot, shoot, shoot. And then the final shot of the movie is David laying there naked and dead and just like sprayed with bullets. And then the movie ends. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's it. is crazy. I did not think it was going to end there. I was like, how? How is it ending? But it was a perfect place to end because if they did anything more, it would have just taken away the whole storyline, I feel like. Yeah. And I like all the implications that it left. Like one, so many, because it was in such a populated area where the whole original, like the first setting of the movie is like Mm. small town. They have a secret. They know the werewolf exists. And it's a very small town. Like only us know about it. And then it's like in London, in the most populated place in London, it wreaks havoc and then everyone sees the werewolf die and what happens after. So I'm like the implications of what would happen next in that all these people know that it exists. Yeah. Just like a very big contrast from the first part of the story. I'm like, that's so it true. It ends abruptly, but if you think about it still, it's like, there's a lot of questions. Yeah. Oh, I like or that. Or not questions, but like a lot of things. Open-ended. Yeah. Happen. Yep. In the movie. Totally. I liked it though. The way that they ended it was like perfect. Just mm-hmm. Like, didn't try to overexplain. Kind of was like you, if you were following it, you like understood what was happening. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah, like you yeah. said. But it's definitely going to be from here on out in my Halloween rotation of movies oh, because yeah. it like really got me in the mood for Halloween. Like I was so stoked on it. It's yeah. fun. It's funny. It's- um, did you like it? I love this. Is your first time seeing it? I know, and I, I was like. I don't know what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but it was like more than what I was expecting. Like it just felt like Halloween to me. Yeah. That's like, how I feel about it. It's very like, it makes me feel happy Halloweeny. So lots, obviously you could probably tell why this is one of my faves. Like, yeah. you know, a bitch loves a werewolf. I I know that. And oh, I love them so much. And you all know that. Like, <laughs> Emily loves a werewolf. I want to be one so bad. Maybe this year. Love it. And as like, you know me, like Sagittarius, mm-hmm. I love traveling. So I also love that aspect of the movie. Yeah. The backpacking aspect of it. But I, I really did like it. I loved their banter. 
I love that oh, Jack kept showing up. Yes. As an undead, like, zombie, basically. But, like, not shitty zombie. Like, usually I'm not a big zombie gal. Uh-huh. But I felt comforted every time he popped around. Yes. I and we've watched already a million horror movies that take the some like your friend coming back and appearing as undead and communicating with you. And mm-hmm. I feel like this was the first movie that like did it and did it well. It felt friendly. Yeah. It's funny. I brought it up in the new mummy movie that they made with Tom Cruise, mm. which I thought was going to be a banger because I love Tom Cruise. And yeah. I love the mummy movies. I do too. But they did a bit where his buddy who died, and he's played by the guy who plays Naked New Girl, and I can't think of the actor's name. Oh, damn. I don't know it. Jake or something. Is it Jake? I feel like it's Jake. He He seems like like a Jake. Jake. Yeah, total Jake. (laughs) But he comes back undead, and they try to do the exact American Werewolf in London thing where he funny comes back undead. But it's so fucking shitty. Oh. I hate it so much. And I'm like, don't disrespect an American werewolf in London. I'm like, this is not, this is embarrassing. Don't it, do it. Don't it, do it. This movie slaps Your ass. my ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> me too. And I just want to say, I love scary, funny movies as long as they're being purposeful about it. Yes. Like, as long as there's a clear direction and like, this is what we're doing. It's not like, Am I supposed to laugh at that? Right. Or, like, what is happening? Agreed. I, 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 I like the same thing. Not everyone likes that. I get it. But I'm a big fan. And we're basic bitches, so of course. Of course we do. This movie did have, like, trouble getting originally picked up in that a lot of people were like, oh, it's too funny to be a scary movie, and it's too scary to be a funny movie. Oh. But... Oh. Which is interesting because it is definitely both. Yeah. Um, but I love it. Well, I'm glad it got picked up because I like what a spooky laugh. Yes. I love I loved it. Yeah. And I'll Horror keep saying and comedy it. goes good together. <laughs> Overall, definitely would recommend to everyone in the our audience at least. Like I know a lot of people in our audience, like I've seen and I've heard from people that they're like the, like I'm, I don't like scary movies, but I like hearing about them. Mm-hmm. Like you guys make it like, yeah, com- like not super oh, scary. Yeah. And it, so, yes, this is the movie for you guys. Like if you want to get in the Halloween spirit and the spooky spirit without being horrified and scared the whole time, yeah, this is the great film. movie. It's it, got nice, tasteful gore in it. Yeah, scarier than Hocus Pocus, but like, yeah, on along the same like feel. Like, yes. when I watch Hocus Pocus, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to get out and trick-or-treat tonight. Definitely, that's a good – because we – I think we both talked to some people who was like, I don't love scary movies. This is a good Halloween movie for people who are not trying to get, like, life ruined. Yeah. Like, yes. Totally agreed. Um, I – what else do I have to say about this? I don't know. I'm curious. Am I – so, like, usually we talk about our biggest scare mm-hmm. in the flick – which, like we said, not a super scary movie. Um, creepy, monstery, but not really scary at all. Right. I said if I had to pick, I would say um, the first time Jack appears undead for the makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just because like he's like freshly mauled in that scene so yeah it is pretty gory it is. it's pretty gory it is um and there's like a little piece of skin that was like flapping while he talked Ew. in that scene and yeah. i couldn't look away from it and i'm like that kind of ruined my life so <laughs> that would be my biggest scare even though it's not like it wasn't like a. it didn't make me scare fart or anything like that <laughs> no scare mine farts for happening yeah. no <laughs> mine would probably be the mirror scene the classic mirror scene that you uh-huh. talked about um just because it always gets me yeah i will always be That's scared a very mild one yeah. yeah always be scared of a mirror scene like he wasn't threatening or anything but it still was scary he was like, like hey yeah <laughs> I'm like, oh. can i ask you kind of a i know like it's a silly movie right like it's yeah. a funny it's a horror comedy mm-hmm. i would say yep and so you and i like we make a lot of jokes whatever but like i do actually can i ask you a serious question yeah i okay. mean i have the time do you yeah a minute i have, I have a few do you have a, do you have a few I have a is few that a good time i have a few minutes it's a good time <laughs> <laughs> okay marry fuck kill okay it's a game I play. Oh, <laughs> never heard of it. You got to pick one that you marry, one okay. that you fuck, one that you kill. Oh. I'm going down the line, baby. Okay, mm-hmm. baby. Jack freshly mauled. Okay. Green zombie Jack. Skelly puppets Jack. <laughs> marry, fuck, kill. Hmm. To me, it's easy. Oh, God. I think I would marry freshly mauled. Me too. Yeah? He's a mushy gushy. In a mushy good way. gushy. <laughs> I think I would go like down that way. He's a wet ass person in that one. <laughs> Fuck the green. Mm. And then kill the skelly. I would fuck the skelly, kill the green. Yeah? Yeah. I just feel like I need more to hold on to. Like, I can't yeah, hold on to two skins. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but that's. I like that you do the little like here. here. I went the down the line. Yeah, it's a timeline. Yeah. Okay. I actually have prepared a question right back at you along the same lines. We've never heard of this game before, but crazy. Uh That's super weird. That's weird, huh? Yeah. So, marry, fuck, kill. Okay. I follow. (laughs) Okay. Good, good, good. It's a really challenging game. So, just like remember. You might have to remind me of the rules. Yeah, I'll remind (laughs) you the rules after this. Um, having to act alongside a Halloween animatronic, aka Jack in the movie theater. Okay. Okay. Inspecting a scene, uh, inspecting a murder scene while porn plays in the background really loudly. Or growing your nails really, really fast, but it's super it's painful and that your hands get a little out. bit hairy. That part gross. His like nails like, like rip through the yeah. skin. And you can see blood on them. Yeah. Okay, um, so you marry one, you fuck one, you kill one. That's kind of hard. I know. Okay, um, marry nails. I Even knew you would. Because I'd like to be able to do as a party trick. Or be like, oh, I really want my nails long today. Tunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then just shave your hands. Which I already do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I would... Oddly enough, I think you'll be surprised by this. I would fuck acting alongside an animatronic and kill investigating with a porno playing. Shocking. I know. Because I like porn, but <laughs> I don't want to be working during it. Because <laughs> I read so many facts about this flick. Mm-hmm. But one of them was like, they filmed generally, they filmed the movie 
in order, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Mm -hmm. They don't usually do that with movies. No. But out of order, the first thing they filmed was this porno movie. Shut up. So they could play it like while they. That's funny. Yeah. Isn't that cute? That's so cute. I like it. What was, how bad did this like ruin your life? Not at all. Same. But it doesn't mean I don't like it. Exactly. And I like it. It has a great Halloween vibe. I gave it a two out of 10 because I couldn't give it like, I did the any same. less, but. Well, it'd be offensive. Like it'd it be offensive. It was not like a 2010 nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> or anything like that. So Thank God. Yeah. Thank God it. for that. Um. And then, like, overall rating. 10 out of 10. Oh, I knew you would. I love this movie. I know. It is. it is. It's for the Halloween aspect by itself. Like, yeah. just such a banger. It slaps my ass. Yes. It the is. transformation ruins my life in a good way. It's a, the way that they did it was so. I would have like, no exciting. notes on it, you know? I'm yeah. Like, if they perfected it with, like, all the tools they had, they made it perfect. Yep. Yeah, wow. it was very well thought out and like super smart mm -hmm. in the ways that they like they didn't use obviously did not use CGI, but like the way that they used what they had. Like yeah, so smart. And it wasn't like I guess like I don't know. It doesn't strike me as like you know, some things are like cringy dated. Yeah. You know? It did not do that to me. No. Like I get that like you could CGI it fingernails growing out so much. Like, maybe smoother, but I don't know if it means it's better. I feel like it might take away a lot of the scare. I aspect. agree. Oh, and the other thing, too, is it's kind of like we hinted at it when we talked in Twilight. <laughs> where like, we posted the picture of, like, Kristen Stewart, like, petting Taylor Lautner <laughs> in, like, a, a spandex onesie. And I'm like, it's one thing to act alongside that. But if you're... David Naughton, whatever the actor's yeah. name is. I'm like, if you're him and you can see like the your, puppet, what you're reacting yes, to. Yes, you can actually physically see it. Yeah. I feel like you act it so much. Well, I don't know. I, I felt like so. he acted it really well. I think it'd be easier to act it out. Than yeah. Because like, you can like look it in the eyes instead mm -hmm. of like a tennis ball on a stick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or even the wolf attack. Like I know like the initial wolf attack, it was like a wolf's head on like a stick that they're like attacking <laughs> yeah. people with. But at least you can see like what's biting you. Exactly. And it's not just like me in a spandex hoodie onesie with like balls attached to me like <laughs> coming at me. Like how do you act scared of that? Yeah. Like I'd be like, no, you yeah. can't even act that Dumb well. boy. <laughs> yeah. Like just fire me because I'm not that good of an actor. Yeah, exactly. Um, along the lines of what you were saying, like the way that they did the transformation and how they could have done it now with CGI really easily. Mm -hmm. I think it would have cheapened it and I think it would have made it much more cheesy. Yes. Than anything. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you could do this whole gruesome scene of him mm -hmm. turning into it, but it's like there gets to be a line where it's like too much CGI and it's like Agreed. not realistic in the slightest. And you're like, that would not happen. I've seen good CGI werewolf transformations, mm -hmm. and then there's other ones that are like <laughs> Harry Potter cringe. Yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's like it just because you have it doesn't mean it's better. Well, one of my favorite werewolf transformations that is different that i've seen twilight yeah <laughs> actually you know i love those i wolves. do but um in hemlock grove which we've mentioned i think oh, on the mm -hmm. episode there's a werewolf transformation where it's like there's a wolf 
inside of a person and it like rips out of the skin of the person <gasps> spook i know which is pretty cool yeah it's different that is but like eventually like a wolf comes out and at the end there's like this big black wolf there and he like shakes and like blood sprays everywhere <gasps> he's like ripped out of the skin of a person I'm like that's cool i'm like i'm not saying cgi is all bad i'm mm -mm. just saying <laughs> it can be and just because you have the technology doesn't mean it's going to be good no yeah they put out a movie called Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro. Oh, okay. And they hired Richard Baker as like the um, like makeup special effects guy on it. Mm -hmm. But it just like wasn't as good. Like we were hoping to see like a great other practical like transformation. And it was not that. And I feel like the movie didn't slap. Even though it does have Emily Blunt and Anthony Hopkins in it. So oh, we thought shit. it was going to slap, but I feel like it's not memorable. I have not even seen it or even, what was it called? Wolfman. Wolfman. I think okay, it's called so I, The Wolfman and it's 2010. Next week. Yes. We have decided to watch a classic Halloween film, of mm -hmm. course. I love this movie. Um, It's called Trick or Treat. Yes. Trick or treat. Ding dong. Oh my God, I love that movie. I haven't seen it. What? Yeah. Oh my God, you're going to love it. I can't wait. I love the idea of the movie. Like I've watched the trailer multiple times. It's so good. And I've thought about watching it, but I'm also really scared. You should be. I know. Just kidding. Is it really scary? No. It's like, it's cute scary. Yeah, we're doing that. It'll be a classic Halloween scare. Mm -hmm. So watch it. Yes. Um. Stay tuned. We're gonna have like our quickie come out. Yep. Pretty. Soon. Pretty quick. Yeah. Here. It's gonna be quick. A quick quickie. quickie. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Well. But yeah, lots of exciting, lots of exciting things in the works. Mm -hmm. We're so excited for trick or treat. I'm excited for you to watch it. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch it. Spooktivities, activities. Our hell, we decided on Halloween costumes, and you guys are gonna die. You're gonna throw up. <laughs> it's um pretty ugly. It's pretty disturbing. Yeah, and it's gonna be amazing. We have two different sets of Halloween costumes that we're prepping for, of and two Halloweekends, baby. Two Halloweekends, you gotta do it. But it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be so hilarious. I cannot wait. Um, a bunch of fun little quickies coming up yep and even some surprise little guest features on other podcasts yeah we're doing a little collabby labs with a couple <laughs> hold on i need to go die really quick okay sorry we just buried me <laughs> we said our farewells and now i'm back on dead yeah. better than ever anyways after all of that look out for on our Instagram, you can find us on Fangirls Pod, F A N G G I R L S P O D. Yeah, baby. On Instagram. Instagram. And we will keep you updated on those things mm -hmm. uh, from there. Yes. And maybe our quickies. Yes. But go ahead and leave us a review, rate our podcast, subscribe. Devin will literally suck your ass if you <laughs> kill myself. <laughs> Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, any last words? Mm. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. If you're a werewolf, let bite me know. Me. Come bite me. Yeah. Please, before Halloween, because it's a next full moon, and I'm trying to change. <laughs>
I'm trying to change too, but it's more like into a better person. (laughs) Self-improvement. Me too. So if any like like thriving people out there want to bite my ass. Any like successful people with like healthy habits want to come bite me. I'm open to it. I'm trying to change by Halloween. Thank you. That's kind of a funny concept. I like that for a short story. We'll we'll do a short. We're like on the full moon. You're just like... (laughs) I have a bus- really I have a positive brief- and like- I have a briefcase. They're just like hydrating like crazy and like you're eating a salad. <laughs> I'm an inspirational talker where I'm like, you have to do the best you can every day you wake up. You drink a fucking gallon of water and you eat healthy and just apple water- cider vinegar, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like every morning I run 16,000 miles mm. and I work out again I later. Meditate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I'm a boss babe. <laughs> I go to work and I run shit. I'm like, no, I wake up like 10 minutes late. I stumble out of bed, slap some makeup on my face, yep. Yep. cry, yes, leave my house forgetting my lunch, Yep. Uh, yep. still stop for Starbucks. 15 minutes late every fucking day. <laughs> but I still stop for Starbucks because I'm like, if I'm going to be late, I want to be late with Starbucks. I'm late with Starbucks, absolutely. I'm like, sneak right. through the back door. I always yep. get caught. Yep. And yep. God damn it. So that's my morning. Anyways, so at this point, just turn us into werewolves. Yeah. Any like early risers, if you want to bite my ass, like (laughs) that was a fun tangent. I like that. I did too. Fun concept. Well, I keep saying, well, like I'm going to finish it up, but I will not. (laughs) Well, guess what? We're not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Only another hour and a half left in this pod. (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well. Can't stop saying enough. <laughs> Scare fart your asses off. And from the whores of whores themselves. Good, Good night, night, babies. babies. <laughs>